Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Rachel. We're the creators of Plant School. Rachel's going to be teaching me, a plant novice, everything I need to know about plants, plant care, and gardening, all in a way that anyone can understand. Yeah, whether you have never touched a plant or you consider yourself an expert and you want to just learn more, this podcast is for you. And though it sounds simple, there's actually a lot to cover. So what are you waiting for? Join Join us us in in Plant plant School. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 28. 28 episodes, Rachel. Ain't it great? That it rhymed. Yeah, it rhymed. Yeah. Wasn't it Quick fancy? on your feet. Episode 28 of Plant School. Today we'll be talking about Lekka. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not. Good one. <laughs> Good one. Okay, what the heck is Lekka? What the heck are Lekka? What the heck is Lekka? Lekka, and we had to look up if we were saying this right. Apparently no one really cares on Reddit, but it is an abbreviation. So, Sam, without cheating, what do you think Lekka stands for? Just make it up, ready, go. Little Earth Creatures Administration. Uh, I don't know what the A would be. Uh, amphibians. Little Earth Creatures Amphibians. Little Earth Creature Amphibians. I don't know. <laughs> um, close. So, so very close. So, LECA stands for Lightweight Expanded Clay Aggregates. It's nowhere close to what I said. I know. I just wanted to make you feel good about yourself. It, uh, yeah, after you said what it was, it made me feel worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, basically, they are little baked clay balls. Um... Those of you who are like deep into the plant community probably know exactly what I'm talking about. But those of you who aren't familiar, it may be a new term. And so that's why I kind of want to explain what exactly it is. But they're just like these little clay balls, maybe like a quarter of an inch, half an inch big. And they, like any other rock, they will absorb water. So they're made from baking clay in a rotary kiln at 2,190 degrees Fahrenheit or 12,000, 1,200. There we go. Um, Degrees (laughs) Celsius. I was like, wait, that's a little, that's a little much. Um, But anyways, they're turned constantly in this rotary kiln while they're baking. So they come out as these little round balls. And while they're heating... There's just natural gas inside of them that expands and it creates these tiny little holes, makes them very porous throughout the little clay balls and they become very lightweight and they can hold water very well. Oh. And that's that's LECA. That's what it is. That's what the heck a LECA is. Yeah. Why are we even talking about this on our podcast? So 
That's a great question. Leca is used as a growing medium for plants. So a growing medium, just it's something that a plant can grow in, right? It's it's soil. It's some people grow plants in perlite or <sighs> leca. I'm trying to think of other examples and I can't. Um, but yeah, so it's just something simply that you can grow your plant in and leca is gaining a lot of popularity right now and I didn't know much about it. I had some people ask me if we could cover it because they're interested to know more about it and honestly, can I tell you something, Sam? Yeah. I was kind of a Lekka hater before I did this podcast prep. I just thought it was stupid to try something different other than soil because all plants grow in soil and like that's just the way it is. But after researching LECA and all of the pros and even with the cons that it has, I was like, you know what? I think I might want to try this. It seems actually pretty cool. Um, so yeah, maybe you'll change your mind too if you were a negative Nancy like I was. Negative Nancy or negative Nelly? All the Nancys out there. They're going to be offended. Yep. Sorry, Nancys. All the... All the... Uh negative no, I don't know yeah, that's that's all there's <laughs> Nellie's and Nancy's <laughs> all right what's its history yeah so I had to include this because I I love a good history you of where something comes you from you set me up with that I did. question I did okay so the history of Lucca. here we go it was developed in 1917 in Kansas City Missouri so it was first used as as an expanded aggregate called Haydite, um, and it helped in the construction of the USS Selma. The USS Selma was a large oil tanker, the largest oil tanker of its time that was made out of concrete, part of that concrete mixture being Haydite to kind of help the, the vessel float, help its... I don't know, I, I guess, like, the air intake of a con- of the concrete, if that makes sense, its porosity. And so, anyways, it was built in 1919. The reason why they made a boat out of concrete, which kind of makes me giggle, it sounds so counterintuitive, but there was a steel shortage from World War One, and experimental concrete ships were being made under the direction of U.S. President Woodrow Wilson. So he... He's the one who said, let's, let's try out these concrete oil tankers so that we can, you know, save on our steel manufacturing. So it currently, this boat, it still exists, doesn't uh, exist as a working <laughs> oil tanker. It lies one mile north of Galveston Island in the Houston Ship Channel. So right there by Texas. And... It was abandoned because it it had some irreparable damage. No one wanted to buy it and fix it. And it happened because it hit a jetty. And yeah, so it currently just sits there. It's like half out of water, half not. Kind Kind of creepy looking, to be honest. Apparently they've tried to make it into a sort of like cool little restaurant and things like that. But nothing has ever worked and it just sits there abandoned. Um... But uh, going back to 
Lekka and its history, it's still commonly used in concrete blocks and concrete slabs. They use it for geotechnical fillings. They use it in water treatment to clean water. And of course, as we're going to talk about today, it's used in hydroponics, aquaponics, and hydroculture, which all just relate to growing plants in uh, some sort of water process, whether that's a complete water or semi-hydroponics is like water and a medium like LECA. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay, so what are the pros of using it? Like, why would... Why would you even want to try it? Yeah. Yeah, so this is kind of where I was converted, everyone. So buckle your seatbelts because LECA is actually pretty cool. So you, the first pro is that if you put your LECA in a container, like um, a glass jar, you can easily see how much water you need to add. And you're going to add just enough to keep it out of the reach of your roots because the LECA is going to soak up the water and the roots can kind of access the water through uh, the little clay balls, the LECA. They kind of wick it away from those clay balls so they aren't drowned. They can take as much as they want from those clay balls and the clay balls, the LECA will continue to uptake the water at the bottom. So it lessens your chance of root rot because they aren't drowning in water like they sometimes can be in soil. Also, going along with that, the risk of pests overall is low. There's no organic matter for pests to be feeding on. There's no room really for bacteria or fungi or insects to live on. Doesn't mean you will never get any pests. Fungus gnats have been known to kind of hang around LECA anyway because they're the worst. Um, but you just have very low chances of ever dealing with that stuff. It's also easier to check in with your plant. When it's in a clear container, you you can literally see its roots right there. You can see if the LECA needs to be cleaned or if you need to change out the water. Um, it's all very easy. Even if it's in a container that's not clear, it's still really easy to change out the water and see if your roots are doing well. Uh, the water evaporates easier also when using LECA, making a more humid environment, which houseplants love because most of them are very tropical plants in origin and that humidity also keeps spider mites away, which those are also the worst we know because we've been dealing with them, huh, Sam? Yes. Yeah. They're, yes, so Lekka can help keep it away. Sweet. It's almost like a built-in pebble tray that I'm always talking about. Like, oh, if you want to increase humidity, like use a, a pebble tray, get a little dish, put pebbles in it and water, and that'll raise humidity levels. And Lekka is literally doing the same thing, and your plant is also growing it. So it's like a two-in-one. So Lekka also works for every plant. Uh, it, you don't have to go out and buy, like, a succulent soil mix or an all-purpose soil mix or an orchid soil mix. It Lekka, it's just all-inclusive. You Any plant it can be used for. It's less messy than soil is. Like, I know my my little uh three-year-old would love to take these little clay balls and probably hide them and put them around the house but he also does with, that with soil and the soil is so much messier i can imagine that let go yeah. would be so much easier to clean up yeah 
and it's also odorless like unless you like left it there for years <laughs> which mm-hmm. I don't think you would but it doesn't have a smell um like if something like sometimes soil the organic matter and it can rot and if you add too much water that is but LECA does not have that problem and lastly the last con which is also really great is that it's reusable if you clean it properly um by boiling it after you're done or soaking it in bleach whatever you want to do I think I would probably just boil mine if I got them because I don't know if bleach would be a great thing to add to a medium that you're going to grow plants in Um, but anyways you can clean them and reuse them and they don't degrade they don't fall apart after a while they don't like nothing changes about them whereas with soil it does start to degrade in nutrients and usually you need to be adding new soil every now and then or repotting and usually you can't reuse old soil you can it just doesn't do a great job of adding any beneficial nutrients if you do that so I guess you could say that LECA is very eco-friendly I don't know I feel like soil is also eco-friendly because if you chuck it out in your yard it's soil it's gonna be fine (laughs) um I don't know someone mentioned that LECA is super eco-friendly I'm like but I feel like soil is just as eco-friendly except that you have to keep buying it and I guess they come in plastic bags Mm, so I guess you could make that argument that if you're buying bags and bags of soil that's bags of plastic that you are adding to waste but anyways those are just some of the pros of LECA are you convinced Sam um (laughs) I don't think Sam cares (laughs) I'm so convinced to put this in everything (laughs) no it it sounds like it'd be a great tool for growing plants yeah that's what I thought yeah I like the part that's less messy yes me too me too we're gonna take a quick break after that we will finish our our talking our discussion on (laughs) LECA Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, welcome back. Let's go. So we finished the last segment on the pros. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what are the cons? We need to discuss that. Yeah, we do. There's always a flip side. Um, so here are some of the cons that I could find. I obviously haven't personally used LECA, so I'm not able to contribute any personal experiences to this whole discussion. But this is what my research told me. So it is not able to provide the nutrients to your plants like, like soil is, and I kind of talked about that earlier. So you have to add it yourself via a fertilizer. And something that's unique to LECA or hydroponics in general is that there are hydroponic-specific fertilizers. You can't just get any old fertilizer and add it to the water 
um, that your, you know, your LECA is holding, which was surprising. I actually, actually did not know that. I don't have a lot of experience with hydroponics, and I think I would have made a mistake here and just added my normal fertilizer. So I'm glad I read that. So that's something you have to keep in mind. If you're going to start this, you have to buy the LECA, and then you have to buy the hydroponic fertilizer. And it's not something you can really skip out on. Because with soil, you can kind of get away with it because the soil is already holding those nutrients for you and providing them naturally. Um, but with water, there there's just not always a whole lot that is being provided to your plant. So the other con, well, there's a few of them, but the other con of LECA is that it costs about three to four times as much as soil does. That may be changing as it's getting more popular and it's more available. I've actually heard that IKEA sells LECA, not at all their stores. Maybe you could look it up online even, and they offer pretty good deals on LECA. Again, I haven't ever bought it, so I, I don't know exactly where the best deals are. And then you need pots without drainage holes. And so you may need to buy some pots without drainage holes because with any other plant that's in soil, you need those drainage holes. Those are so critical. But with LECA, you need the water stain there in the LECA so it can absorb the water. So no drainage holes for uh, plants that are in LECA. And last con is that you have to clean the LECA before you first use it. There can often be a very fine dust around the LECA when you buy it. And so you got to clean it off. You got to clean it if you're going to reuse it. And that can be a little time consuming. Um, yeah, so if that is like a big turnoff for you, maybe maybe don't try LECA. But if you don't mind doing that, then it could be a good option. Sweet. Um, so why, why is this thing so popular? I don't know. <laughs> I, I like wrote this question because I wanted to know why the heck is it so popular all of the sudden and I couldn't find anything. So it's all of a sudden that it's. Yeah, I feel like within like the past couple of years, I've seen it pop up everywhere. I think it's kind of like that podcast we did of why are houseplants so popular right now. It's just a combination of like social media and information being able to spread around so easily. You know, you see someone on social media using it and they describe what it's like and all the pros and then everyone starts using it. So I think it's just kind of like a, just a mass following because you're seeing it on social media with some of the big plant gurus on there. That's my it's not opinion. like back in the day when they were sending telegraphs to their friends. Yeah. Can you believe this, Lekka? It's been... It was an, used on the USS on Selma. Um, I didn't know about the USS Selma. That's only something Rachel yeah. would research. <laughs> yeah, they didn't Google about it back then. Uh, so what plants do well in Lekka? Yeah, so I kind of mentioned earlier that you can literally put anything in LECA. And I'm going to repeat it again, that most will do well. You, I've heard, especially like monsteras and orchids and snake plants, pothos, philodendron, hoyas, pileas, anthuriums, oh, I wrote pileas twice, alocasias and zz plants. Those ones that I just named are easy ones to start with. They, they transition uh, really well. 
What doesn't? I don't know if there's one that okay. doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if there's a plant that you'd want to be weary of using it on. I don't think so. Yeah. So how would you go about switching to Leca from soil? Yeah, from soil. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to switch and you're really intrigued like I am, I kind of want to try this. So this is what you're going to do. First, you need to buy it. It's usually at a local garden center because it is so popular now. They probably have it at Home Depot or Lowe's or Walmart. Or you can just go online, of course. It's always an option. They come in not like super. They're all basically the same. But some brands have a little bit different shaping, a little bit different sizing or colors depending on where you buy them. And by different colors, I mean like different colors of like brown. They, I don't know of anywhere that like dyes the LECA to be some outrageous color. But apparently you can get LECA, oh, I mentioned this, from Ikea's at a really good price. Just going to plug that in again. Ikea's not sponsoring this. I wish they were, <laughs> but I'm just plugging away for them. So after you've bought it, wash the LECA. I have heard that it's really easy if you just get one of those like mesh laundry bags and you spray it with a hose just through the laundry bag and you're going to want to let it soak in water overnight after you have washed it off. So if this is new for you, it's recommended that you start with a younger plant or to try cuttings. So the transition for older plants or larger plants can be really stressful. It could possibly kill them. It's it's not like it's foolproof and the plant is going to love it right away it is a transition and it is a stress for the plant. So if you're new, starting with a young plant or cuttings is going to be a higher success rate just because it's not, the plant can deal with it. It's not as stressful. So research the plant that you are wanting to switch to LECA just for optimal success. If you're like me and you just want to know how to make it work and then once you've got it all set up, so you're, you just gently remove your plant from your soil, wash off all the soil that you can, trim off any unhealthy roots. Um, I mentioned this in last podcast about root rot, but healthy roots, they are white and they are firm. So if you see any roots that are not that way, you can trim them off. And you're, you're going to get to your, your pot with no drainage now for your LECA, you're going to add a layer of LECA to the pot, then place your plant in, and then you just fill in the surrounding area with LECA as you would like with potting soil. And I've heard that it is best to kind of shake the pot to allow the LECA to fill any gaps that may have happened and then to, you know, fill in with more as needed. So then you're basically good to go. You're going to add water. Again, do not let the water go past the roots. You just want to be just below your roots so that your roots can absorb water from the LECA, not from the sitting water at the bottom. And once you've done that, you water and change the water about every two weeks or so. Depends on what time of year it is, you know, what kind of plant it is, how much water it's taking up. And lastly, the transition is just be patient with your plant adjusting. If it loses a few leaves, 
just give it some time to adjust and transition. It's, it's probably normal for it to lose a few leaves as it kind of goes through this stressful time, but pretty soon it should be okay. And uh, yeah, that's how you switch to Lucca. And I may, I may just try this. If I see it at the store, I might snatch it up and oh, will you? document how it goes. <laughs> I will. <laughs> News to Sam. Okay. Well, Rachel, thanks again for the discussion on Lucca. I had no idea what Lucca was before this. Yeah. Still don't know how much <laughs> I, I uh, will retain. Yeah, I told Sam what we were talking about tonight, and he's like, what is why are we talking about this what does this have to do with plants at first i think you thought it was a plant huh yes i was like because we were looking up how to pronounce it for sure and i was like no type in like a plant i was like sam it's not not a a plant plant." it's a clay ball i was like oh well i'm on the wrong podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's something new but it it seems kind of cool well we won't keep you all any longer thank you all again for listening next week any or are we doing one next week your parent rachel's parents are going to be here so we're we're gonna try to do one next week we'll see i have i'm not sure what it's going to be because i have an interview with someone coming up um and i'm not sure when we'll be able to post that one so yeah we'll we'll just kind of see as it goes take life as it comes you know it can be busy sometimes kind of crazy yeah Anyways, we hope you guys have a great day. We're going to cut the podcast off here because Sam is super intrigued by a basketball game going on. BYU could be Gonzaga, so, but that probably won't age well by the time this podcast <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Okay. See ya. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or Pocket Cast. Also, you can follow us at Tinny Plants on Instagram, Pinterest, or YouTube. Once again, that's Tenny Plants, T-E-N-N-E-Y Plants. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, email us at tennyplants at gmail.com. Or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time.